Get After It Podcast, where we talk about what it is, but we're more interested in what gets you from the before picture to the after. Joe Ryan is a Marine vet. Brian Gustafson's an Army vet, both from Montana, and they sold cars together 15 years ago. Now they both like talking with people on different topics they're passionate about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we do. Um, Episode 21. I mentioned in a pod, a previous cast of the pod uh-huh. that I wasn't sure like why we mentioned being a car salesman. Yeah. One of my friends heard me say that and said, hey, I like that, that you share that, that, mm. that you used to be a car salesman. But maybe you could change it to um, recovering car salesman. Hilarious. Right? I thought that was funny. We're, so we might use that. We're both recovering car salesmen. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're thinking about redoing our intro music thing where we talk like that you just heard. <laughs> and then we're also thinking about doing our intro, redoing our intro podcast, introductory podcast to, you know, when uh, people are want to check out what we're doing, we'll greet them with a little bit more updated and correct information. And, um, but this podcast, podcast 21. We're going to talk about cats or pets. Pets, pets. We decided on pets. Yeah, pets episode. We built it up in the last podcast uh, to, to really talk about Joe's cats. Yep, it's cats. So. But then we've, we've now thought, let's open it up to pets. But we had this unique kind of perspective on the whole um, pets thing. Because if they were humans, what we do to pets would be, like, illegal. Oh, yeah. We were just talking about that. So, yeah. Um like, like if, if, if our pets were people, we brainwash them from the time that they're young to love us. Yeah. And if they don't, we smack them or put, yeah, them, newspaper. put them in a, the bad corner. Right. We feed them on the ground once, maybe twice a day, nuggets. And right? we like, don't. Like, and one, one style of nuggets. Right. Uh, like one, for the whole, your whole life. Your whole life, you get to eat yeah. one thing. Yeah. Yep. And most of the time, like, we choose that thing based on, like, what's on sale at the yep. time of purchasing the dog. Cheapest possible thing we can give you <sighs> is what we want to give you usually. Yeah. And, and then, like, over the course of human history, we've, like, bred these animals to certain sizes, shapes, qualities that we've enjoyed. So it'd be like genetically modifying humans, mm-hmm. you know, which I'm sure they're doing somewhere in the world, but like, you know, like to be bigger, stronger, better hunters, uh, fit in a purse, you know, whatever. Yep. And so it's just, it, pets are a weird thing that we've done. Yeah, it's a weird thing. You know, and it's like we, we justify it too. Like, have you ever been, have you ever been in a group of people and admitted that maybe you, you don't like dogs or something? Right. Like how you are right. immediately cast out of the island, you know? <laughs> You're like, this person's evil. Get rid get rid of them. They don't want to own a slave pet and brainwash them and feed them one thing. That's you're not a good person. We can't be around you. Yeah, we can't be around somebody that's not a dog person. So Which I am a dog person, I have to admit. And I probably prior to you saying that would have judged you. I know. I, like I, I would have and I apologize I've been in a big group of people where I've said that very thing and I, I got you've judged. been ostracized I was cast out of the island I was uh, voted off uh, and it's not my fault let me give you some some history let's hear it so when I grew up I grew up very poor and mm. my mom 
in her infinite wisdom, decided that any time that there was a fuzzy, cute, free puppy outside of a Safeway or Albertsons or what have you, mm-hmm. she would just bring that home for the, us kids to take care of and didn't tell us kind of how to do it and never, ever neutered them. And so we got a bunch uh, of a bunch of them. And oh, they were breeding. Point, they were breeding. And so at one point, I remember, I think we had like 10, maybe 12 dogs. Oh, some, goodness. Some dangerous amount of dogs, and we were keeping them how, in. How big was your place? We were living in a trailer, and but it was in uh, Washington. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. We're, yeah, we are recording a podcast. <laughs> we're totally okay being interrupted. Totally so. interrupted. Yeah. Totally. No worries at all. Yeah. And so I, I was living out there. So they had room if we knew what we were doing with dogs. But we kept them in a very small, not humane place that I would have to go and clean their excrement and In, in a them. trailer park? No, it was in a... We had our own land. I'm sorry. She walked up right as you were explaining where you yeah, were at. And so, I might, I'm, you might have covered that. So I apologize. No but. worries. So we're in Washington. Uh, so if you can imagine about five acres of land and forest, lots of forest. Um, so okay for an animal. Um, but we didn't have any way to, I mean, we just kind of kept them in this little place, like a, I don't know what it was. It was a, a house of some sort. And I think it was the pump house where you would have your own whatever. Anyways, it was inhumane. And so ever since that experience, I've never really liked, I never got the point of having animals as a kid. I was like, why do we have these animals? We don't walk them. We feed them only once a day. You know, we, we don't, I mean, I don't. And when they got out, it was this whole big thing because they were wild dogs that would then get out and terrorize the, the, the neighborhood and we would get calls. And I was thinking again, why do we have these dogs if, we're, if they're causing so much commotion? But anyway, so that was my confusion. When I was growing up, that's how it was presented to me. That I, I want one more picture because I have it. I have in my head that these are kind of, um, for lack of better words, like mangy dogs. As these well. are mangy. Like they're not groomed and nails aren't cut and they don't get baths very right. often. Okay, none at all. And yeah. so that's not like a judgment. Um, no. It's just like that's kind of what I was picturing, and I wanted to make sure I wasn't giving unfair, you know, kind of um, bias towards that. And so you just kind of had like a almost like a, a pound yeah. where you're you're rescuing. Your mom probably had this idea of like rescuing these free animals. Yeah. She had a heart for them, but then not the patience or time right. to, to care for them. So then that, that responsibility fell on you mm-hmm. who had no skill right. inherent in you to, to mm-hmm. take care of them. Mm-hmm. And then you probably got in trouble every time like, like they escaped or they yeah. weren't fed on time or they oh, yeah. dug where they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Like you were the one in trouble because your mom really liked them. Right, right. And oh. so when I got out of that situation, I said to myself, I'm never going to have any self. sort of pet. Any, I said to myself, self. <laughs> and I said, yes. <laughs> I'm never going to have a pet. I just don't want to do, I don't want to participate in whatever it is that is. And then, of course, you'd, you'd grow up and you'd, you'd meet people that treat their animals really good and you kind of get the idea. And now I have cats and um, I have bunnies in my house. Like, I don't, I don't really interact with the bunnies as much. I do pet them sometimes, but that's mostly Melanie's thing. Have I seen your bunnies? I don't think so. They're down, I, They're downstairs. I'm learning about your bunnies right now. Yeah, they're downstairs. I know about the bunny corn. Yes, the bunny corn. The bunny corn, mm-hmm. which isn't uh, food. It is a unique animal that yes. one of 
Joe's children came up with. Yeah, Piper, I think, was uh, she drew bunny corns, and it was hilarious. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. But I didn't know that that was based off of you having bunnies as a pet. Yeah, we've got a, um, a dwarf something and another fancy one with fluffy fur. <laughs> um, I would so, know only based on like their ears. So they have a, uh, we have a small black one with very short ears. Short, like stands up ears. Yes. And then do you have a long floppy-eared one? Yes. Uh, the floppy-eared ones I like. Yeah, the floppy-eared one is a show bunny. We actually bought him from a, a show breeder person because we had two bunnies that died and we only had one bunny left. And apparently it's inhumane to only have one bunny because they get lonely. And Aww. so Melanie was trying to find a, a mid, middle-aged bunny to buy, but those are hard to find because people only want bunny, little baby bunnies. You know, those right, are cute. right, right, right. And so we found this one. I, I can't remember where it was, Missoula or Bozeman area. But we drove all the way down there and got, I mean, we got papers on this show bunny. And it's a really impressive looking bunny. I'm just not into... <laughs> Okay, so the next, really, really, the next time I come over. Really long-haired bunny, you know? He like yeah. he looks like that guy um, from that movie, um, Dazed and Confused. Like, all right, the all right, oh. all right. Like, I, <laughs> I totally just mixed up um, Dazed and Confused with the Big Lebowski in my head. No, no, not that guy. I mean... No. <laughs> yeah, and so I was like, the dude? No, he's like, like, no, you were talking about Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, he's like a really attractive Matthew McConaughey. That's oh. what that bunny looks like. What is the bunny's name? Um, I can't remember. Oh, I just called you out. It'll come to me. I just called you out. I'm sorry. It's all right. It's Angel is the black one, and then um, ah, I don't Mr. Know. Fluffers. Yeah, something, something awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to meet your bunnies. I want to. I want to meet them. I want to pet them, and I. I want them to know me. Does that make sense? That I want them to know who I am. Um. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, one of the bunnies, the not the fluffy one, not, has, the, not the show, but Angel, the little black bunny, is has a very, asked about person, me? very personable bunny. And oh, actually, but it hasn't asked about Not me. about you yet. Okay. But is a, um, was raised with dogs, and so this bunny thinks that it is a dog and barks. Oh. Very much like the um, Cadbury bunny. Oh, like, bark, bark, man. Bark. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm... I'm almost upset that I haven't met the bunnies. I've been over to your house for dinner twice now. Yeah. And I have not met the bunnies. I have met the cats. And and you, I've heard the story of the cats twice. This is going to be the third time because every time I hear it, I'm like, man, we've got to share this with other people. Because I, I learned a bunch uh, about the types of cats you have. And... Um, and, and so I'm, I'm intrigued to know about, about the cats. But I'm, I'm curious if we jump right into that or if at this point I need to share, like, my kind of pet history. Or do we do, like, or do we do, like, you go, I go? How about I'll, I'll, I'll go and then you go? And so after the cat story, then I'll share kind of my Yeah, your story history of, and of then what pets. you're dealing with now. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Cool. So do you feel, you feel adequate that, like, you've, is that all the pets you have? You have two bunnies, two cats. There's no, like, lizards hiding around or... Nope, that's okay, it. Okay, because I feel like, you know, I've been lied to now. Yeah. Like, I didn't know about the bunnies. There's probably other awesome things you have in your house that I don't know about. Exactly. There could be. You need to always keep your eye on me. Yeah. Um, and question when you don't think you need to question. Okay, so so I am going to question one more thing. Do you have, like, um, I can't remember the name of the plant, but it's almost an animal. You know, they, like, eat... What are those called? Like a Venus flytrap. Venus flytrap. Do you have one of those? No, but okay. we do have a sensitivity plant. What is that? 
It's like when you touch it, so like the the leaves will be just like open, and then you can like touch it, and they'll all close up right after you touched it, and then you can do that to all of them, and they'll all close up right after you touch them. It's called a sensitivity plant, and we named him Timothy. Joe, <laughs> Joe, do you want to see the plant? Yeah, come on, man! Like, I forget that people have not seen sensitivity plants before. They're yeah, cool. Like, like I've seen them on like Fern Gully. Oh yeah! Right or like, um, what was the movie Avatar? They have That's right. they have plants like that. Yeah, you touch them and they just like, oh, I don't like that you touch me, and they close up. Just yeah. Like that. Yep. yeah. Yep. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Let's hear about the cats. I'm, okay. No, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. You're just, I sound mad. I, I do. <laughs> I like, sound mad, and I'm not. You should be excited. There's so much more to. There's so much more to explore and learn. You are like a blossoming sunflower. I don't know if that makes sense. A blossoming onion. Yeah. 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 Blooming onion. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, I, oh, man, I want to make sure that this is, this is done honoring because I've enjoyed the stories of the cats. There are two of them, yeah. but they were not the first. So I think we need to start with the first. Right. That, and, that led into the two. Right. And so since we have bunnies, it was kind of a like, oh, should we get cats? I'm not sure because cats are natural predators and bunnies are prey animals. And, and, and not just that, um, you know, bunnies are, bunnies are in danger. It's just that, I mean, they, they're so sensitive. When they get scared, they can die, you know? So we were... And, and the, the, what, I, what I do know because I, of my hunting background is bunnies mm-hmm. have some of the thinnest skin. Yeah. So it's super easy to like puncture... A bunny. I know that sounds really weird and bad. Yeah. But if you had like a cat that puncture things, yeah, like that, that could be bad. It's a yeah, it's a danger. And so we, uh, while Melanie really wanted a cat, I was thinking, I mean, do you really want a cat? And it doesn't really, doesn't seem like a good idea. And then I was working with, um, I was working at a nonprofit, and one of my employees came in. And she was like, hey, can I bring in my cat? You know, the cat will be no trouble because it has cerebellum hyperplasia. And I was like, I don't know what that is. What does that mean? And yes, you can bring your cat in because I don't care. You know, I'm a a great boss if anyone ever wants to know. Um, And and she said, well, it's uh, it's what happens is, is when when the mom is pregnant, um, they get the mommy cat, the mommy cat gets distemper or some sort of um, uh, disease. And that makes it so certain of uh, a certain amount of her kittens that are born won't be uh, their um, the part of their brain that deals with balance won't be developed or to be underdeveloped right and so the ch is what they call it uh, cerebellum hyperplasia um, they also call it the wobbly wobbling disease so the cats just kind of do this little head shake you know what i mean like a hey hey a little fancy gentleman like hey bu- 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 how you doing over here um or that and when they try to walk they look drunk I was going to say, your cat, yeah, they look drunk. They just kind of look drunk. And yeah. so we got one that was a, a kit, at a kitten age, and we were super happy with this one. Um, his name was Hiccup, and he could just drag himself around. He could take a few steps. He would jump. It was pretty funny um, to watch, you know, because the first thing you do when you see a cat like this, most people go, oh, oh, no, oh, gosh, no. And we're like, oh, no, this is like a handy, capable cat. Don't don't feel sorry for this cat, you know. This cat's right, doing right, great. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so we fell in love with this cat. Oh my gosh, it was great because. And the thing that it occurred to me when I so the person they brought in their cat. I forgot to finish that story. Their cat's name was Mr. Wobbles, and Mr. Wobbles came in wearing a bow tie. 
Oh, and the, you know, anything with a bow tie. Right, straight to my heart. Joe loves. Straight to my heart. And the yeah. cat was so friendly. It would like wobble over to me, like barely able to stand and like just want to be pet and meow at you, you know? And I thought, this is a good... And I thought, and I said, hey, do you think this cat um, could like chase and kill a bunny? And she's like, oh no. I mean, even if it, <laughs> even if it could, could chase it down, it probably couldn't hold on to it. I mean, it's a completely clumsy cat. Like there's no way. Yeah. And I was like, ah, and so it clicked. I was like, oh my gosh. And so then we found Hiccup. Um, we found it locally. I, well, I can't remember where we found Hiccup. Maybe locally. Uh, we rescued him for a, a local rescue. And then, unfortunately, within I think it was six months, he started to have seizures. And they said it was un it was unrelated to the the I, ch the ch. But he started to have seizures, and then he unfortunately passed away, devastating us in the whole family. Because my God, you know, I was a I was a man who did not like pets, and all of a sudden I had a kitten that I loved. I would get up in the morning. And you had to keep this little kitten in a playpen so it wouldn't hurt itself like a little baby. Yeah. And so the first thing I did was pick up this kitten every morning and, and I would go make coffee with this kitten. And the kitten was interested in smelling the beans after I would grind the coffee beans. Like we had this whole ritual. Yeah. When I lost this cat, I was like, man, I can't believe like I, I opened up my heart to an animal and it just died. And so I was very, like, heartbroken. I was like, man, I can't believe I got this little kitty got to me, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, Melanie was like, well, we have to replace, we, we have to get another cat. We have to get cats, actually. We have to get two of them because one is, again, I guess, lonely for cats. Yeah. And we found uh, a bro two brothers, uh, sibling cats, both with CH, and they were about a year old. And uh, they were in Idaho somewhere. Uh, Idaho Falls, I think. And so it was on Christmas Eve, we found these cats. We called them up, we made arrangements, um, we had the days off planned, and we drove with the whole family, I believe, all four kids, um, all the way down. We picked up the cats, and it was cool because Frodo, the gray one, and they're named Frodo and Samwise. And, and so, if you don't get that reference, just get it. Just get the reference. You need to get the reference. Frodo Baggins and Samwise Ganji. And so we obviously did not change the names because the names were hilariously awesome. Yeah, yeah. And we had to go on an epic journey to go get them. Right, right? like, it's of just, course, of course. And on Christmas Eve, too. It was like, like the perfect thing. Perfect, perfect. And then um, when we got them home, we noticed that these cats could walk just fine. <laughs> And they were not wobbly at all. And they could jump over any old thing and get to the rabbits just immediately if they wanted to. And um, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> so, so we had to buy um, some accoutrement, some different uh, things to block the cats and you know make sure that they couldn't get to the bunnies. And so we figured that out. But then um, these cats, um, so Samwise, the, the ginger cat, is uh, so scared of people. Like it took us a month. Yeah, yeah they, very oh, timid. Took it took us a month to get this cat out from underneath a table. Like we couldn't even pet the cat, so that wasn't the funnest thing ever. And then the other cat meows incessantly. And also will come up and tap your leg. And will come up immediately and like start pawing your leg. Like hey, like hey, I'm down here, which is where your hand needs to be. I'd like to be pet now. Yeah. And um, and it has this like really sad meow too yeah. sometimes it's yeah. like and it, it goes <laughs> yeah. and you're like ah, you've been doing this for 20 minutes straight can you please I, I've pet you so much <laughs> and, and, and Frodo also wears a sweater 
That's right. We're thinking he meows so much because he's got um, anxiety. So we got him one of these. It's called a thunder shirt. Yeah, okay, so, so the story I didn't know it's called a thunder shirt. It's called a thunder shirt, and you wrap it around. It, it's like a stri- Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Your cat with CH, which you feel walks around just fine, Dyke with it, no CH. It at all. does not walk around fine, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get to that in a minute. Your cat with CH <laughs> that has that is named Frodo meows incessantly has a shirt that's called a thunder shirt it's a thunder shirt yep oh my goodness <laughs> this is amazing yeah, it's like the cloak of invisibility yeah um for cats yeah but that's because of anxiety and and, the, and, and what from what i understand he requests to have this thunder shirt put on he will give you a special meow and then look back at you like i'm waiting you know and <laughs> and then does he also do that when he wants the thunder shirt taken off yes and he'll so, come over and meow, and you're like, what do you want? And you'll figure out that he wants his So he's off. very much like Batman, and your whole family is like the butler. Yeah, we're the butler. Yeah, we're, what we're is his name? Alfred. Alfred. We're yeah, you're a, all Alfred to him. Like, um, the bat suit can come off now. My yep. thunder shirt. <laughs> yep. I, Remove the thunder shirt. I get up in the morning, and I open up the door, and there's two cats waiting for me. One of them starts meowing very loudly, like, hey, great that you're up. Time to feed me. It's this way. And he starts walking. <laughs> and the other one, Samwise, just goes onto his back and shows me his belly because he wants to be pet. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like... What is with the, I mean, and so I've, I've, I haven't had the best time with these cats, you know, because I went from having this, like this little baby in a, yeah, in a, in a, in a playpen that I carried yeah. around and, and I had to, and because he had such severe CH and he was like dragging himself around, like every morning he'd have like poop and pee all over him. So every single day, this cat got a bath. So every single day, this cat smelled like a little baby cat. Okay. And, and and also like there's here's some psychotherapy for you is that th- there's more attachment of course because it was a kitten and right. and like that's why every baby animal is designed to be cute so that we love them. Yeah. Like it just chemicals get released in our brain that said love that thing. You need to love this thing. But also there's a codependency here I'm seeing. Uh-huh. Like this cat needed you. Yes. And these cats they kind of need you sometimes when it's convenient for them. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. They like, they know that they don't need me as much. They, right. They need me to be where they want me to be. When they want you to be there. Yeah. 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 Because Sam doesn't like people. Yeah. The only time Sam we got to like see, people. we get to see Sam is when the treats come out. And, and he then, was even then still, Sam will come out. And still pretty timid. Still pretty timid. I mean, I was amazed that Lindsay, I think she might have touched him like a... The first time she was even in our house, she got to touch Samwise. Which I have yet to touch Sam. It's never happened to any human. No human can touch Samwise. I mean, <laughs> I mean you can run him down and catch him, but you're, he's not going to do it on purpose. He's not yeah. going to let you. <laughs> and so I do want to go back because uh, while we were having dinner and my wife was over there, uh, you guys were mentioning how, how quote-unquote normal they are, your cats are. Yeah. And, and my wife and I, we have two cats, which we're not to that point yet. Uh-huh. We have normal cats that do not have CH. Uh-huh. They're nothing like your cats. Okay. So when you say like, oh, they don't, your, your cats still walk around drunk. Okay. That's not what cats actually look like. So Joe has been so enthralled in this world of, of, of CH cats. Handicapped cats. Yeah, that, that he's gotten used to it, and that's what a normal cat is now. Yeah. And so it's, it's really this, this really cool 
kind of dynamic you have going on that like you've been around this this handicap for so long that it's just now the normal for you yeah this is normal but we're gonna have to have you guys over for dinner and I, I'm, more than likely we're gonna grill something because that's that's yeah. our bread and butter at the house but you, you need to see our cats uh-huh. and see oh my goodness when they jump they jump Ah. Um, we have a bent curtain rod I can show you because my cat tried to jump onto oh. the windowsill and missed and was hanging from our curtain in our room. I don't know how long until my wife came in and rescued her. Jeez. And our cats are probably twice the size of your cats. Uh-huh. Um, and I wouldn't even venture to say that they're, ob- they're probably overweight, but they're not obese. They're uh-huh. not like, like fat cats, you yeah. know. And uh, and so anyway, I think it's I think it's amazing that uh, uh, or intriguing one of, one of those words that that you have these two disabled cats, but like you just have no idea that because they are a little bit more capable than your first one that you're just like yeah, these are like normal cats. They are not. Okay. okay. Yeah, they are not. Well, they're normal to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is there is there more that we need to just share about Sam and Frodo? Let's see. Um Sam, Samwise, otherwise, is a pretty good cat. You know, he, he lets you pet him, no problems. Frodo, on the other hand, he is the stinkiest breath in the world. <laughs> he overgrooms himself, so he's kind of patchy and covered in scabs. Um, I think because of the anxiety. We actually made an appointment for him next week. We're going to have him seen for that. Um, uh, what else? <laughs> Oh, and like he, he does that pawing thing so much when he's asking you to pet him, like he'll scratch you. And so it's become a thing. Like we have to keep his nails clipped because he's asking for pets so much from everyone that people are complaining <laughs> that he's drawing blood. Um, Everybody in Joe's house, if they wore shorts and, and like flip flops, you would see like at the same height on all of their legs, yeah. these red marks. Little red <laughs> marks. And so, but saying all that, in the last day or two or a week or I don't know, I've really been starting to finally, and it's been since Christmas, and, yeah. and now we're in what are almost September here. Yeah, it'll um, be September when this comes out. It's taken me that long to start to warm up to them. Like now Frodo wants to sit with me and actually was sitting underneath me, which was a weird thing. I was like kind of leaning back and he decided that he wanted to sit underneath me and I was like and you can feel the pressure on you right and he just sat there the whole time and I thought well that's kind of cool but kind of in like the, are you talking about like the small of your back yeah if I was sitting back in this chair he'd be sitting right like right 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 in this yeah the nook the his, nook of your his back little head would be right here you know poking out just yeah. like look and I could yeah. put my arm on his head right there and I was like this is the weirdest cat you know okay well and all of a sudden little moments like that I've been finding myself um that probably helps with his anxiety, though. I think it to was. To be in that, that situation. You I think know? it was. I've heard that um, weighted blankets are like that. Yep. And so I think I was his weighted blanket. And I noticed I could feel him breathing pretty quickly. And then I noticed he started breathing a lot slowly. And then he went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. Yeah, well, it's, all, it's all warm and secure. and Yeah. yeah I felt yeah. like I was nesting like a mother hen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But that's it. Um, those are the cats. Um, so uh, we, I, we have a love of CH or cerebellum hyperplasia style cats in our home because they are supposed to work well with bunnies. But um, now we just have two bunnies, two cats, and we're feeling fine. And so you can go uh, today... Uh, as you're listening to this, if you're listening in the first 24 hours it's released, you can go to our Instagram page and I'm going to share uh, some pictures on the on our story. 
So it's not going to be on like our main post. It's going to be in the story of our Instagram. Uh, just so we can get a little bit more engagement from everybody. It'll be, you'll see us on, on the story. You'll see these cats of Joe's. And uh, maybe maybe by then we'll have Joe take a couple videos too. And we'll share those videos on the story. So you can see how they walk and uh, how they interact. And maybe you'll see the little hand paw. Maybe we can get uh, a meow. I was hoping that we, we always... Uh, I don't want to say we underprepare, um, but I was hoping that we could actually have some meow sounds on the soundboard when we did the cat episode. Oh yeah, yeah, and and we didn't we didn't pre pre plan that. That was not pre planned. Meow. But you know, something like that. If I were to look, I might be able to find one. <laughs> like of your cats meowing? Yeah. Because we have the capability to play it if it's on your phone. Yeah, I'm just going to try... Because I have so many things on my phone now. I'd have to, like, scroll up a little bit and find it. So let's talk about... um, What do you have going on in your household while I look for this? So should I start with my back history? Because you started with yours. I like that, yep. Okay, so um, my my parents... when When we first engaged with pets, my dad was stationed here in Great Falls at Maelstrom Air Force Base. Uh And... We, we found... Oh, okay, so... Yeah, there's a little bit to this. Our first real pet was a Rottweiler. But okay. right before that, I had had a Lhasa Apsau. I had asked for a pet, and we got this little teeny dog called a Lhasa Apsau. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. And they're just these, these cute little fur balls. Uh-huh. And we lived on Mount Storm Air Force Base, and the agreement that I got this dog... And I'm in, like, first grade. Whoa. Okay. Um, I got this dog. I had to clean up its its droppings in the front yard. That's fair. Um, it would also then go um, at the time. Mouse Air Force Base was right next to uh, this um, private property, so we have like a government base. The fence right next to our house was a horse pasture. Okay. And the Lhasa Apsau, which might have been a pound and a half. Like, this thing was, was definitely no bigger than a human head in size and weighed way less than a human head. Take it would it. run out and pick up horse poop. And it would, like, bring it back to where I'm supposed to be cleaning up the poop. The, the, the horse poop's half the size of it. That's gross. Yeah. We're doing okay. Oh, we're doing fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're good. Yeah, they're good. Really good. Yeah. Thank you. And so, um, uh, needless to say, me in first grade did not have very much responsibility, enough responsibility to take care of this Lhasa Apsau, which I named Willow. Have you seen the movie Willow? Yes. With Mad Mortigan? Yes. And so that was like my favorite movie at the time. And so I named the dog Willow. 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 <laughs> and so I named the dog Willow. Um, the only real story I have from Willow is I was playing with it shortly after getting Willow. And it was like crawling around on my back. I was like laying on my stomach on the floor. And I had pl- uh, fed the dog and then started playing a bunch and then let it like lay on my back. And then all of a sudden my neck felt like super warm. And I was like, what just happened? Well, uh, Willow threw up all of its food onto the back of my neck. First grade Brian's neck. Uh, and so that was my first dog experience. And then my dad found a Rottweiler. My dad had this whole intention. They had some friends that also had a Rottweiler that was a show dog. And so they wanted to get a show dog. So they found this purebred Rottweiler. And we went, I, all I remember is we drove for a very long time. 
We get this dog, and on the way home, my dad wanted to stop and see if the dog could swim. I, I guess this is a thing you do. And we stopped by a river. He threw the river. He threw the dog in the river, and it swam back. And I remember that. And then we got home, and we're trying to come up with a name. My second favorite movie was um, Crocodile Dundee. Ah, good eye, mate. So, this dog's name was Dundee, and it was uh, it was a purebred Rottweiler, papered. But what ended up happening was this dog did not grow to the dimensions that a show dog is supposed to grow, grow to. It, it was the tallest Rottweiler in Montana. Really? Yeah. And oh so gosh. it was outside of the regulations and we weren't allowed to, to bring it to any shows. And that was my dad's intention. So when he found that out, once the dog got too tall, it kind of just became my dog. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not trying to paint my dad in this horrible picture, but that's what he had intended for the dog and it didn't meet that intention, you know? And so then it became my dog. And when my parents got divorced and we moved back to Montana, well, yeah, we had the dog. We moved down to South Carolina and then my parents got a divorce and we moved back to Montana. The dog came with us. And about a year after moving to Montana, you know, we've had Dundee for nine years and he got uh, cancer. And by the time we found out, he had cancer in his lungs and liver Mm. and stomach and leg and um, he had to get put down. Dang. And we, we also had a miniature dachshund named Amber. Uh, Amber was so large for a miniature dachshund that she had no hair on her belly because it drug on the ground as she walked (laughs) and just kind of like shaved as as she would go on the ground. And Amber was cute. Amber was cute. And so that's that's my past with pets. Um, I know. uh, Do you have the sound ready? Do you have the sound that everyone's waiting for? Maybe. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to try it. It's uh, this one, I think. If it's connected. Yeah, I'll try. Are you connected? Yes. Okay. Okay, let's see what we can come up with. And this is Frodo? Yeah. (laughs) And what does this meow mean? Means I'm hungry. Give me the food. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. I'm glad that you were able to find that. Yeah, that's I, awesome. I was thinking um, that was just right before I'm going to feed him in the morning, and so I was. He was like bothering me, and I was. I was. I, was t- I always talk back to him. I'm like, "What do you think I'm doing in here <laughs> with the can of food in my hand? I'll show it to him. Look, I'm feeding you." <laughs> But he's still just insistent on on begging for food. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, yeah. Wah, wah. like until I actually put it down in front of him, the yeah. meowing will not stop. That's how he's trained me. I feel like you know I was feeling bad about brainwashing animals and like brainwashing them into loving us, you know. And and now I realize it goes both ways. It does go both ways. Yeah. So. And so now now onto my current animal situation. I've had a few pets. My my wife and I are pet people. Uh-huh. Uh, mainly dog people. But my wife, about seven years ago, was diagnosed with MS. And she had been asking me for a long time to get a cat, but I've never been a cat person. Uh-huh. <sighs> but your wife gets an autoimmune disease, and we don't know, like, you know, at the time, we didn't even know really what that meant, multiple sclerosis, like, what does this mean? And uh-huh. um, to kind of get into that a little bit, uh, her immune system attacks her nervous system. And so she'll get lesions on her brain and lesions on her spine, spinal cord. 
and those lesions then affect your nervous system and your nervous system like sends signals to your muscles your nervous system tells you when you're in pain when you're hot when you're cold so when you damage the lining around your nerves uh, which is what this disease does you can feel hot cold your muscles can twitch you can feel pain in areas that aren't actual pain because it's messing up your whole nervous system so that's what ms does and people that have it if they don't there's not really like a medication that there's nothing that reverses it right now there's only medication that like stops or slows it down and uh, so we didn't know if like in a few years my wife was just going to be in a wheelchair. Like we, we just had no idea. Right. And so when this happens to your wife, you're like, I want to get you like anything in the world. Right. And so I was willing to then overcome my hatred of cats, which, which was in, invalid. Right. Like right, I just right, right. I wanted to be a manly man with doggy dogs. Yeah, right. Like yeah. and not kitty cats. Right. And, and so that was really it. Uh, I enjoyed the fact to say I hate cats. Like I just like to be able to do that, and yeah. now I can't. Re I can't really say that anymore because I own some. Yeah. I try to play it like I hate cats. I don't though. Uh, they, they anger me. Oh yeah. Because dogs. If you, you know, there's there's the joke that like if you locked your wife and your dog in a trunk for six hours, who's going to be excited when you open the trunk? <laughs> it's the dog, right? Yeah. So which one loves you more? You know, right. that, that's kind of the joke. That's why I love dogs. Like, they love you unconditionally. They're the perfect example of unconditional love. Like, yep. they just, no matter what, they love you. Cats hate you. They don't like you at all. They don't like you at all. No. Nope. And, like, like so my, my, my and I, I'm sure I heard this from somewhere, but if I were to die in my house alone, mm -hmm. my dogs would leave me alone. Like, they may even try to find help, Right. In, in whatever dog way they could, the cats would eventually just start eating me. Yep. Like they just don't. They have no attachment to this body. They don't care of, of who I am. This this thing stopped feeding me. I'm gonna eat this thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And, and so that's true for the two cats we have now. We have um, Pepper, uh, who is a gray. I don't know what the names of cats are, but a gray cat. It's, it's a, gray. It's a gray one. And then we have Anna, who that one is. Uh, I've learned is a calico. Which I think is just the coloring, like it's orange and black and white, mm -hmm. like like that's Anna. Anna, we've had longer. We rescued Anna, and she was one of the original cats we got seven years ago when my wife was diagnosed. Uh -huh. uh, long story short, we've been through a couple cats, but Pepper we got uh, while we were in Glasgow mm -hmm. um, as a kitten, and so those are the two current cats we have. Anna is a lot like a dog, so I I, I like Anna more than I like Pepper. Uh -huh. Anna will go outside. Uh, she loved when we when we lived in Glasgow. We had about five acres of land, and she would bring us offerings of snakes and mice. And she would like she was a you know birds. Cool. She would get these stuff and bring it and set it at your porch. It's not actually an offering. They actually know that like if they leave it at the porch, no other predators will come there to to steal their food. And so that's oh. why they leave it at the porch. You actually find wild cats will do that sometimes. They'll leave bunnies at a mountain person's cabin because they know other predators aren't going to come get get it. And so it's not an offering. It's uh, just a safe place for them to keep their food. Selfish. <laughs> yeah, it's very selfish. But they would bring us these, we'd call them offerings. And so Anna's cool. Anna's cool. She only likes me when I'm the only one in the house. Mm -hmm. But she's very friendly. Anybody can pick her up. Um, she has scratched me once because I tried to bring her back inside and the air compressor was going and she freaked out and she was mad, you know, the air compressor is loud and she kind of freaked out. But other than that, like, yeah, she's cool. Yeah. Pepper only likes my wife. Oh. Like has, has like, you know, the, that relationship where the, she is just a one owner pet. 
Yeah. And like, this is my owner. Everyone else, literally, like, I don't think she'd even wait till I'm dead. If she could somehow eat me right now, she would. This cat's plotting your death. Yeah. And, and so she will only like me if everyone in the house is gone for three or more days. Whoa. Then, like, I'm the one that she likes. Like, okay. But every night, as, as she lays on my wife's foot of the bed, on my wife's side, um, I always yell at her. And I say, pa -pa! Pa -pa! Just so I can watch her ears twitch. If my wife were to call her, oh, Pepper, she'll just come up and like cuddle with her. <laughs> but me, if I were to go, oh, Pepper, she, her ear would just twitch. Like, I hear you, but I'm not even going to turn my face. Nope. Yeah. And so those, those are the cats. They both will go outside and like look at birds and things and, and not run away and they'll come home and whatever. We have three dogs. We have um, Ruth, who is my dog. That is a, a black lab uh -huh. that I got as a puppy. Um, would normally be like a papered dog, mm -hmm. but the people we bought her from weren't allowed to paper the puppies. Okay. Uh, they, they signed an agreement that just said, yeah, you're not going to be our competition for lab puppies. So as long as you, you sign this and you're not going to paper any of your puppies, you can do it. And so both the, the parents were papered nice. and we got Ruth. The only thing that's, that's cool about getting a, a papered Labrador is they do have so much in their breeding for hunting. Oh, yeah. So, like, I didn't have to train very much. Ruth pretty much speaks English. Like, she doesn't speak it. She understands English. Like, I'm just like, hey, come here. Um, go over there. Go look for the birds. Like, she just, like, just understands this stuff very well. Whoa. Automatically was just wanting to retrieve birds. Um, she, her favorite is waterfowl, so ducks. She loves to, she's a little overweight, and so she loves to sit by the, the water, and she'll, like, she'll see ducks coming before I do. And so she'll, she'll be whining, 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 like waiting, you know, almost like shaking in anxiety, waiting for birds to come. And then when she stops and she'll look, you look in that direction, there's more than likely birds coming. And, uh, and she does an amazing job. Like when, when you shoot them, she goes out, retrieves them, comes back. I've even done this. It may sound cruel, but it's not. In negative 20 degree weather, I've had Ruth retrieve a duck for me. And she'll come back and she's like fully covered in ice. And I won't let her like stay out like that, right? Like she'll go retrieve the bird, and then we'll go get in the truck. We'll both warm back up, and then we'll go back out and do it if we're gonna if we're gonna do it in that. You should hunt when it's negative twenty anyway. Yeah. But sometimes you get bored in Montana and it's negative twenty for several weeks in a row, and so you just you do what you do. Uh -huh. um, but but labs are made that way to be warm. Their coat is different. Their their, their fat is different. Like it's all bred for that. Then we have River. River is my my son's dog. And she is a Japanese Akita lab mix. And a Japanese Akita is kind of a larger breed dog. Uh, they, uh, what is the color? Like a tannish blonde color. Yeah. Almost like the same as like a golden retriever. Like that color, but shorter hair. Yeah. But she's mixed with a lab. And the only part of lab she got was not being as big as a, a normal Japanese Akita. Uh -huh. What I've found out now is Japanese Akitas like run. They're very, very uh, endurance dogs. Uh, they, they, they can run for a long time, and she kind of needs that. So now that we've got a new yard that's big, uh -huh. she loves being outside and, and in the yard. The cool thing about River is, no, like, whenever I come home, she, she howls. And, and out of excitement. Oh, wow. Right? Like, like she'll, all the dogs are, like, bouncing around, and she'll go, ow! 
like just howled at you. It's the coolest thing ever. And then um, even today she did it. I walked back to the room after like saying hi to all the dogs when I got home, and I went back to my room, and she will mouth your hand, like like this is the way that she holds your hand. So uh-huh. she'll put your whole hand in her mouth. And she wanted to go outside, so she walked me all the way to the back door, <laughs> holding my hand, and brought me to the back door and was like, okay, I'm ready to go outside. Whoa. And so River hasn't been trained. Um, kind uh-huh. of the same mistake as me in first grade that my parents made. Uh-huh. My son was in eighth grade. He said, you know, this is your dog. And um, an eighth grader has girls on their mind and, and yep. other things. And, yep. and so no, no fault of his own. Definitely the fault of the parents to, to say it's your job to, to train him. Um, so he doesn't have a lot of training. He can sit and, or she, she can sit and shake and, you know, do some of those things. But, uh, the idea was to maybe eventually get her out hunting, but yeah, not a possibility with River. Oh. And then our last dog is a Basset Hound, a rescue. So we had a miniature dachshund that was my daughter's dog and, uh, it, it died. It, it lasted a while. Like her death, we kind of saw her sick. And as soon as it came to the point where we, sh- we knew she was in pain, that's when we, you know, she wasn't in too much pain. Um, and then, then she was like, just all of a sudden we're like, oh, we know you're in pain now. Yeah. So we had to get her put down and uh, waited a little while. We weren't just like you guys and like immediately went and got something. Um, I told them they had to wait 30 days at least. Uh-huh. But in that 30 days, they, they were looking and my, and my wife and daughter went and, and rescued. Uh, her name is Bailey. So Bailey... Um, if you don't know anything about basset hounds, they are verbal dogs, vocal. Yeah. So she barks a lot. Okay. And especially a river <laughs> who likes to howl, oh. she likes to bark with the howling. And so it can definitely be uh, a little loud in the house, especially when like an unexpected guest comes over, uh-huh. something like that. Uh, she also loves to sneak out. So she's smaller than the other dogs. And has learned the house we just bought, you know, two months ago, has doggy doors in it. But the doggy doors have these covers on it. Uh-huh. She's learned how to take the covers off. And she will um, sneak out of the house. She snuck out three times today because my wife was doing work in the garage. And Jeez. She snuck out three times today. <laughs> and so she likes to sneak out, but she is the cuddliest. When we, when we, she was definitely from an abused home. So when we first got her eight, nine months ago, um, anytime Caden, my, my son, or myself would walk through the living room, she'd freak out. She'd like bark at us and come and try to like attack us. She wouldn't like bite or anything. Maybe bit Caden once or something, you know, not like super hard or anything, but like also kind of concerning. Um, we were, we were kind of concerned. Uh, and so I, I don't want to say we broke her of that cause we didn't, <laughs> Yeah. When some someone or something comes from abuse, hitting them does no good. Right. <laughs> and so we didn't like hit her at all. But uh, she now, uh, when you raise your hand, <laughs> doesn't like flinch and go running and hide. Mm. Uh, and so now, like you sit on the couch and she comes up onto the couch. We have leather couches because when you have that many pets, it's better just to have leather for anybody because they have so much hair and they shed and all of this stuff. So we have leather couches. She'll get up on the couch when you sit down and then she will lay down like she's like like your spouse, like your significant other and put her head on your leg. And so it is it is like the cutest thing ever. And um, she's just super cuddly. Yeah. And you know how when something like 
really loves you and like absorbs into you. Like when your wife is just like, oh, I need a hug. And it feels different than just like the other hugs. Right, right, right. That's how Bailey always is. Uh huh. The weird thing about Bailey though, so River has the mouthing thing. Ruth, her weird thing is she's always thinking about food. Oh. And so no matter what, and when we feed her, that might be when you come over for dinner is uh-huh. around six. Uh-huh. So you can see the feeding time because okay. she like dances and prances and she just loves food. Bailey um, stares. <laughs> so, well, two weird things with her. She has a baby. So she will pick one of the, the fluffy, squeaky chew toys. Uh-huh. And it, one of them is adopted now as her baby. Okay. And so we just say, where's your baby? And she will go find that toy and pretty much kind of always carries it around. I think almost similar to the Thunder shirt, right? Oh, gotcha. Like she has anxiety. Having this in her mouth like makes her feel more comfortable. Yeah. Once she gets over the anxiety, she puts the baby down and then will randomly sit in weird places in the living room. Sometimes it's like inches away from a wall. Uh-huh. with her head facing the wall and just stare at the wall or the couch or the the coffee table or the ground and she'll just be stuck in that stare until you like say something right and it is the weirdest thing it is the weirdest thing I think your dog's meditating like a monk or something I, she just always seems depressed honestly uh. she just always seems depressed and uh but but she's super adorable and super cute. And so those are those are all of our pets. Now, we've gone almost a full hour. Just describing our pets. Just describing our pets. <laughs> my fear is that somebody's like, oh my goodness, we're talking about pets. And they, they just shut down, right? Like immediately. Yeah. But I've been intrigued. It's like you're just, I mean, they're just getting to know us. And we, yeah. the pets are a part of what we do. Yeah. And so like... Um, if this wasn't your thing, I hope it's still been entertaining. Yeah, we might make this, uh, if this isn't a bonus episode, we might do episodes like this as a bonus. Just as, uh, you know, hey, like we're gonna, and I don't know, because pets are fun. Pets are fun. You know, and maybe we could, maybe it's just not animals. Maybe if it's just like little stuff that maybe we didn't know about each other. I don't know. There's just something about it that uh, we thought we you know, people like pets and we own pets and maybe we should talk about our pets. Right. <laughs> right. And so, so you should be aware now, we don't know uh, one of the bunnies' names. No. One, one of them is Angel. That's the black one. What is that bunny's name? And we have Frodo and Sam. And that's Joe's pets. We have the show bunny. We don't know the name. Mr. Fluffers right now. Yeah, I'm just going to text Melanie right now. Yeah, you got to text her and find out. I thought that you did that earlier. Uh, yeah. I was no. going to tell you too, and you and, and, uh, and then you were playing with your phone. I was like, oh, he's already doing it. He's just going to do it. Um, and then my pets, Ruth is the black lab. River is the Japanese Akita lab mix. Bailey is the basset hound. And we think that she has something else mixed in there. I can't remember what. And then we have the calico cat, Anna. And the gray cat is Pepper. I have no plants that interact with you. No uh, sensitivity plants? No sensitivity plants. No, um, uh, you know, other cool things. We had wasps. We got rid of those today. Well, I mean, you didn't, I mean they had you or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've got some humans. Yeah. But there's some other cool plants. I was living with a guy, um, Sean Eby. He's a cool, he's a cool, hey, Sean, if you're listening, actually, I want to send him a link. We were just talking today. And he was like, hey, send me a link to your podcast. And I was like, yeah, man, because Sean's, not only did we play in a band together, he's a really good bass player. 
Um, he's trying to get me into... Um, now this is going to get, get me on a uh, tangent. So now let me... actually. That doesn't matter. I was trying to figure out, well, what do, what was I trying to talk about before I go on with this paragliding? So He's trying to get you into paragliding? He's trying to get me into paragliding, you know? And I'm yeah. like, I'm thinking about it. Um, but it's just a time thing, you know? Because like, you gotta, you can't just go and go paragliding with your buddy. I mean, you got to go have a class yeah. of, of more than a day. And, you, you know, there's... You got to be in shape too. Yeah. You know, it's just, I mean, you got to be in good shape. Yeah. I feel like you're doing a push up the entire time or something or something. Yeah. He's like, it's a very, I mean, and you got to walk up the mountain too that you, I mean, you can't just drive up any old mountain. You got to walk up usually with all your gear. And then now that you're on the top of it, you got to run and jump off, I guess, or I don't know how it works. Anyways, I can't remember why I brought that up, but he's trying to get me into it. So that might be something um, for the future that either you hear about me getting into, getting after, or trying to also just get away from and not do everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little afraid. I, there's something intriguing about it. Like the way he describes it, like, you know, you ever wondered what it would be like to be a bird and just, right, and just right. fly through the air? And, yeah. And, and he even has one where there's a, a motor on the back. So it's not just the, if you're going to picture the parachute above you and he's kind of controlling the parachute. He did that first, but now he has one where there's like a little fan on the back so he can really like throttle back and throttle up and like, you know, start to steer this thing. And he's sitting in this, it's just, just I mean, it looks awesome. Okay. There was a, there was a movie, um, man, it was a long time ago about the, the girl that um, like adopts like some geese or something. Uh-huh. And then I remember just in the previews, I never watched the movie, but in the previews, she's in one of these things. It like has the, yeah, like the propeller behind it. Is that what you're talking about? Like you kind of sit in it? Well, I don't know the movie you're talking about, so I'm not sure. But oh, yes, it would okay. be something that you kind of sit in. Um, and there's just like one wing above you and you sit in it. It kind of looks like an airboat. If you can picture... With no boat. If you can picture um, skydiving, having just a parachute above you, Oh, okay. And, and then, but you're sitting in a chair instead of having it be your backpack. With an industrial fan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you can kind of control, like pull this way, pull that way, and it will make you go and like, you can really yeah, steer yeah. it really okay. well. All right. All right. I'm getting it. I'm getting yeah. it. So it's, um, yeah. Why did that come up again? I can't even remember. You were talking about Sean, sending him a link. You just ran into him. Oh, yeah. I was going to send him a link. Um, uh, we were just talking about the podcast today. Yeah. So anyways, I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> that, that made me think of that. I was thinking, man, that guy does some fun. And he lives down there in Billings. So, you know, there's lots of places to. And I think he actually got the training over in Bozeman. Anyways. But yeah, over in Billings, it'd be like the Rim Rocks and different things over there. That you I wonder if you of. could jump off of that and just like... <laughs> like fly over Billings. Oh, man. Because like, I mean, have you seen the Rim Rocks, man? When you pull in there, like those are epic and it's kind of scary to walk up to. So that's that's my problem with anything like this. Like I would love to bungee jump and skydive and paraglide. And um, what's the thing where you don't have the parachute body? Like where they have like uh, the wings almost. Oh, yeah. The, the suit. Yeah, just, um, I don't know. Yeah, and so I'd love to do all of those things, but I can't get above, like, the fourth rung on a ladder without being scared of heights. Yeah, I know what you mean. So I just, I'm just like, ah. doesn't seem like it's in the cards, right? Yeah, unless somebody has, like, a pill that I could take that would, like, somehow remove that from me. I know once I actually, like, got up there and did it, I would enjoy it. I know that. It's just the fact of, like... Someone's gonna have to push me. Yeah, and that's no fun. No, you don't for want to be them. Pushed. For them, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, we've done a whole um, good good amount of podcasting on just pets, and then a little bit of paragliding because I went off on a weird tangent. I, li- <laughs> I literally was going to talk about something else, but I, I did just talk to him today, so it came in my mind. <laughs> yeah, well, and uh, I mean, I was talking about my pets. I can't remember. Like, you had... Uh, we- yeah, we'll listen back and we'll go, oh my goodness, we totally just left that hanging. But I can't remember what it I'll was. I'll message you what I was thinking. You're like, that's what I was going to say before I brought up Sean. Anyways, because once I brought him up, there was just like a million other subjects that came into my brain. That It's weird when you start podcasting. When you start podcasting, when you hit record, you can't think of anything to say. And then when, you, then when you're into it and you're kind of going and stuff like that, it's just like you think of a thing that, I mean, like the floodgates start opening in your brain and, yeah. they, and they start to flood the other things that you're about to say. They do. They do. And then, and then you listen back later and I go, oh, I meant to add this on or, oh, yep. dang it. I interrupted Joe because I was so excited or, oh, why didn't we let this guest talk about this for longer? And because you, you, yeah, at the very beginning, you're like, how do we start this podcast? Because we want it to be real and natural. We know what we kind of want to talk about, but is that what we need to start out with right away? And you're like, brain's going through all of this. Yeah. And then once you actually start getting in the flow, it's hard to shut the flow off to allow for like good, you know, back and forth and, and feedback. Yeah, for sure. So, um, we're doing okay. Yeah, Leah's been amazing. She's just checking on us. I was just about to checking say. Checking on us all the time. You know. Um, oh, and when you were, so a while ago, there was a group of ladies that came up here. Okay. I saw them in the reflection of this TV over here. And I thought it was just another waitress maybe coming to check on us, but there was like five or six of them and they come up and I just like, I just happened to look over because I thought I would catch eyes with a waitress and just kind of see what she was doing. And I caught eyes with just a random lady and she looked at me like, oh, you're doing this up here? Nice. And so her and all of her friends walked back down the stairs. I think we can hear them. I think you can hear. Yeah. And so when you hear like the loud laughing. And so I feel bad. Maybe like, you know, because we're up here and I feel like, I, I felt like maybe we could just be over here. You know what I mean? And we're, we're, out, of, we're out of the way. We're just in a corner. But it's but awkward when you have these microphones and the setup that we do. The, the lights coming from the board. Yeah, we've got microphones up here. You don't know if we, you're going to be on a kind recording. Of in, yeah, we look kind of intimidating. What we've thought about it's is so having like a little like, like standard board of some sort. You know, almost like a real estate board that you, they put in the yard, like something like that, that just says, hey, this is the Get After It podcast where we talk about things that people are passionate about. Uh, we're two recovering car salesmen. We don't care if you interrupt the podcast or yep. like sit near us. Sit next to us, please. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. D- don't feel uncomfortable. Check us out on Instagram. Give us a like. I don't know. But it's something that says that. And um, yeah. Yeah, so I think we've made, this might be the second time when we've been like an on-site podcast, we've made somebody like change where they were going to sit in a restaurant. Yeah. I think at Crooked Tree, didn't, didn't someone come up and sit they with us? They sat like really close to us. I'm glad they did that. Yeah. I was, I was perfectly fine yeah. with them okay. sitting really close to us. I'm liking coffee shops the best, even though this is fun. I don't want to, I mean, if anyone from Enbar happens to be listening, I want to thank you guys. Leah was amazing. So you should try to keep on to her as long as you can before she goes and opens up her marketing business again. Right. Yeah. Leah's been awesome. Give her a raise or whatever. The bartender down there was, was nice as well. And the the environment is great. Um, Actually, before we came here a couple weeks ago, I just found out about the M bar just kind of through Instagram, um, the get after it page. I decided like, Hey, maybe the, the page should like some great falls, local oh, businesses. Good thinking. And so the M bar was just a suggestion from Instagram. 
And I was like, yeah, sweet. I'll like, I'll like the N bar. Why not? So N bar, we like you. Yeah, we like you. Good job, we, everybody. We, we follow you. And uh, yeah, we, we like the environment. If you're in Great Falls, check out the M bar. They have like frou-frou drinks. Foofy. Froofy. So if you want to come here and be seen by people. And drink with your pinky raised. Drink with your pinky raised. If you want to like bring your cool clients here, you know, to make them oh, think that you're so cool. Totally. Totally. Yeah. yeah. If you're trying to get down on a business deal, bring them here. Bring them here. And then, yeah, everyone will think you're cool. They've got like the handmade foofy shake 'em up drinks that have like very posh names. And they, they use the what is the thing that you called? The 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 muddler. The they'll, muddler. They'll, they use that. They'll muddle things for you. Yeah, they'll muddle it. <laughs> and they won't muddle your meeting though. No, no, that was fine. That wasn't that cool so cool to meet Leah. I mean we're gonna yeah, her, her information is right here. Yeah, we're gonna like check that out. We're gonna find Leah, out what she's getting after, and we Leah might even Beattie. we might have her on the we might have her on the podcast. Who knows? Yep. We were just talking about what if what if people could just reach out to us to be on the podcast? Yeah, that's almost like how I I'd like it to get to that way eventually. That like people are just coming to us, and um, yeah. we're, we've never like begged anyone. We always just say, hey, "Do you want to be on the podcast?" And they're just like, "Yeah." Yeah, it's been pretty easy. Uh, but one lady um, was like. I'm kind of hesitant, you know, because of things going on in my life right now. And I'm like, yeah, I get you, you know, so whatever we can do to make it more comfortable for people. And I, I get that. I get that. It's hard to think about like, well, maybe I'll say something I don't want recorded. You know, what if I make myself look goofy? Don't worry about that. Well, we look goofy, not you. Come on, man. You'll just come on and be like, hey, I'm on a podcast now, and you're talking to these guys in Great Falls, Montana, and isn't this fun? And then we'll fill in the blanks if you just want to come on and participate and have some fun. But reach out. I mean, that, that's the real thing. Like, if, if, you, if you're interested, just, I mean, just message us. Say, hey, man, I'd do, I'd do it. Let's figure out a date. And literally, I will just message you on, I'll text you on Facebook, you or whatever, and we'll and you find don't, a date. Yeah, and you don't have to have, like, some miraculous story. Like, um, I, I think, I think, I mean, everybody's life, there's there's moments where they, they have or currently are um, pursuing a passion. And it doesn't have to be, like, you're an amazing musician or starting this brand new business or anything like that. Like, um, I don't know if you remember the Sean Welty interview we did and I was super intrigued as he was talking about converting vehicles from uh, Canadian to uh, American mileage right yeah. when he was talking about the speedometer and that's what he does for a living but he also puts on the cornhole tournaments which is why he wanted to be on the podcast is to talk about that but uh, as we as we continue to morph and and figure out where this podcast goes the real idea is sharing stories it's sharing stories. It's yeah. like like everybody has a, uh, a, an intriguing story, and everybody loves listening to a good story. And you don't have to be a storyteller. You just have to be a person in that story, and Joe and I will help you tell the story. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we like hearing stories. And so... It's, love yeah, hearing we love stories. It. And so we're just going to be intrigued, and we're going to ask you all the questions and all <laughs> That wasn't stuff. me trying to correct you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, no, just, no, I'm no. just like, man, I, I totally love hearing good no, stories. No, you're right, you're right. And oh, and so... Um, you definitely just got a text. I got a text, and so I found out the name of the bunny. Okay, hold on. And so the big fluffy... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. You can't give the name. You can't give the name. Okay. I've, I've, I need maybe like a clue. Were we close with Mr. Fluffy? Um, no. It okay. was, it was, yeah, no. Okay. So. so not close with that. I want a couple more questions here. 
Okay. Um, so the first one, the the other the other bunny is Angel. Yeah. Is the name even loosely related? Okay, so it's not like devil or nope. or you know something like that. Okay. Um, is it the name that you named, or is it the name that came with the bunny? If you remember. You know, I can't remember. Well, not you, but like your family. We, I, I think Melanie may have named it this. But is it a movie character? Ooh. Um, a yes. Uh-oh. That yes was a weird yes. Well, it's, it's, it's actually in the name of a movie. Oh, in yes, the name so, of a so movie. So this person's name is in the actual the, the name of the movie. So... Oh, man. There's a couple of them like that, or, you know, there's a few of them like that. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, so it is actually like a human name as well. Yes. Okay. Um, and is this movie um, newer than five years? No. Ten. Uh, it's... Uh, so in between high school and now yeah. is probably where it's at. Okay, so like a 90s, early 2000s, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. Is it a comedy? Yes. Okay, it's a comedy. Ooh, 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 ooh. I might, I might have an idea. Okay. Um, because one of my favorite comedies is around that time. the The comedy is called "There's Something About Mary." Hmm. So no, close. No. no. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's not that. I hope I would, you guys are all tracking with me. Maybe would, somebody out there has a has I would a name say already. A little older. Just a little older little than older "There's Something About Mary." Mary. Yep. Yep. So a little older. It has than a that. name in it. Oh, and so we were just talking about how your mind goes blank when you're podcasting. I'm having yeah. a hard time thinking of any movie besides there's something about Mary. Yeah. It's a comedy. Is it a romantic comedy? Um, I'm going to say no. If it's not no, right off the top of your no, head no. that it's a romantic comedy, then it's, it's not. I think it's a straight-ahead comedy. It's a straight-ahead comedy. That's, that's how I'd describe this movie. Yeah. Okay, so newer than the, um, the last Ghostbusters that came out that's not a remake. Um... Newer than the last bust Ghostbusters that came out that's not a remake. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to I'm trying to get the timing right because if it's older than there's something about Mary, I think that was like that's got to be 90, 95 somewhere in there. Yeah, we're talking ni- mid 90s. We're okay. talking early 90s. Yeah. Early 90s. Mm-hmm. Early 90s. Encino Man time. That's that's Encino Man. Yep. That's a comedy. I'd say we're in the right era. I could be wrong on this era. Okay, is this it. a Chris Farley movie? Nope. Chris David Farley. Spade, Chris Farley, no. no, no. Okay, because Black Sheep, that's not a person's name, but mm-hmm. uh, Tommy Boy. Was, well, even, I'm going to look this up just so I know that I'm giving the right answers. Oh, like okay, no. okay, yeah, that, that's fair. I don't know if this is intriguing to anybody listening. <laughs> I was hoping that it would be to, to play this guessing game here. Joe is currently looking up the movie. I'm not I'm not Googling movies right now. Okay, I got it. Oh yeah, that's right. So it's early nineties. Nineteen ninety two. Ninety two. So nineteen ninety two. Okay. Um I'm gonna have to name comedians in order to get there. So Jim Carrey? Nope. Oh wait, male or female? So um no. Just just who's in the movie, not who the name is after. Ah yes. And so so in the movie I'll give you some actors here. Oh, okay. Alright, yeah, let's do it that way. Who's in the movie? Okay. So, uh, really? He's in this movie? I don't remember that guy in the movie. So, Mar- <laughs> Marissa Torme is in this movie. Ralph Macchio is in this movie. I didn't realize he was in that movie. And uh, Joe Pesci. Whoa, Joe Pesci. That should be a pretty dead giveaway for me. That's the giveaway. Okay, because I just did a post on my personal Instagram of 
Oh, it was Danny DeVito, not Joe Pesci. Ooh. Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. If you've ever met the person I work with, his name is Andrew. And Andrew and myself dressed as twins one day. And Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito were in the movie Twins. And we very similarly have a difference in stature. Ah. And so it was rather funny. I'll have to show you the picture. It was rather funny. Okay. But I was, I was mixing up. Joe Pesci is the one that was on Casino. Yes. That's Joe Pesci. So, and he was in a comedy? Yes. So um, if you remember, I'll give you another comedy that he was in. He was in Home Alone as a comedian. Oh, remember that? that does help a little bit. I feel like it helps. Because, I mean, other than that, he's like a gangster. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like a, a, a mobster yeah. most of the time. Because he was in... Uh, Casino. And- heads in a duffel bag, right? Yep. Yep. Eight heads in a duffel bag. He was in that one. That was kind of a comedian, but he was like a mobster gangster guy. Mm-hmm. I could be mixing up movies now. They're all jumbled up in there. Man, I feel like I'm going to be a failure oh, no. if I can't get this. You'll You'll be like, oh, that one. Yes, of course. One of the most famous... Com- comedic movies he was ever in ever that's what you'll say <laughs> oh man i feel bad because okay. now i'm oh man yeah i can't get it okay i can't get it here it is and i don't just want to sit here and say man i feel bad it's uh the um the movie is called my cousin Vinny. oh <laughs> and so the bunny's name is Vinny. 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 <laughs> Oh, don't we all feel better now? Yeah. I mean, we all feel... There was suspense. There was a build. There was a storyline. <laughs> and now we're at Vinny. Yeah. Vinny. I feel... I feel... I feel complete. Vinny's an impressive-looking bunny, too. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, yeah. His And his name is Vinny. And I, I can't believe I forgot that. I can't believe it. Angel and Vinny. <laughs> so, yeah. Just a regular human name. Okay, so this is a weird connection. Um... When you're doing um, audio and visual, you use an AV cable, which is the initials for your bunny, and you're kind of into the audio visual world. Audio visual. Hey, hey. That was a far reach. That was a far reach. A little bit of a far reach, but I like it. Yeah. Ooh, I just hit my glass on the table. It's kind of loud. Okay. Why, Why do we tell actors to break a leg? Why? Because every play has a cast. <laughs> oh, that's <was> good. <sighs> that was kind of weak. Yesterday, I saw a guy spill all his Scrabble letters on the road. So I asked him, "What's the word on the street?" <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? Control freak. Control freak. You're supposed to say control freak who. (laughs) Okay. And you guys are free to take any of these jokes, use them on your children freely. I suggest either right as they get home from school or right when they're trying to head out the door for school. Best time to engage your children with dad jokes. They're less receptive, but the, the engagement is better. Yes, and I love those dad jokes. Um, I found a thing that reminds me so much of dad jokes. I'm going to share it with you. And it comes with a word of the day. Okay. Which we don't do every day, but we're doing it today. Okay. Um, So the word of the day is paraprosdoskian. Paraprosdoskian. Nice. Paraprosdoskian. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Okay. And that's basically a figure of speech in which the latter part of the sentence or phrase is surprising or unexpected. Ooh. Yes. 
So these are all favorites of um, Winston Churchill. Let me hear it. Okay, here you go. Break it down. There's a lot of them, but I'm going to give you a couple good ones. Where there's a will, I want to be in it. (laughs) Yes. The last thing I want to do is hurt you, but it's still on my list. (laughs) Oh, yeah, keep them coming. Keep it coming. Okay. If I agreed with you, we'd both be wrong. (laughs) That's how I feel in life so much. Oh, that's sad. So, okay. Um, They begin the evening news with good evening, then proceed to tell you why it isn't. (laughs) to steal ideas from one person is plagiarism to steal many is research Ooh, that one actually kind of stings a little bit yeah to steal from one person is plagiarism to steal from many people is just research did you know that i made up my own word what's that plagiarism (laughs) (laughs) i like it yeah This this is a little um, this is a little racy, so a little PG thirteen. I mean, it's not so bad, but um, just a little warning. Women will never be equal to men until they can walk down the street with a bald head and a beer gut and still think they are sexy. Ooh, yeah, yeah. that's a thinker. Yeah, I think I've known a few women that could could or have pulled that off. Then they are equal in yeah. every way. They've found that they've broken through the glass ceiling or whatever. Okay. A clear conscience is a sign of a fuzzy memory. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's a good one. Okay. I like that one, too. Let's see if I can find uh, some... <laughs> Nostalgia isn't what it used to be. It isn't? It's Nostalgia. <laughs> um, I used to be indecisive, but now I'm not so sure. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Did you hear about the new restaurant called Karma? What's that? No, I haven't. There's no menu. You just get what you deserve. Ooh. <laughs> you know, change is inevitable, except from a vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a good one. This is a good one to lead into uh, maybe one of our uh, upcoming... upcoming um, he- um, Discussions where okay. we where we disagree on something. Okay. Going to church doesn't make you a Christian any more than standing in a garage makes you a car. Ooh. Watch out, baby. Man, that one is right there. Hmm. Right? Is that not that just cuts to the quick? Yeah, that's right there. Okay. Um, I'll end with that one. Did yeah, you hear about Did you hear about the astronaut that was claustrophobic? No, what happened to him? He just needed a little space. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. So this this should be a feature. We we should have like we just made it a feature. I gotta but, find more of these. Yeah, um, we just we're we're gonna do research and find jokes, and we're gonna bring them to you hot and fresh. That's whenever right. we randomly feel like it. And we're gonna try to find more paraprosdokians for you. Paraprosdokian. Yeah. What is it? Paraprosdokians. Paraprosdokians. Bro. Yeah. I'll show you the word. Okay. Let me see it. Let me see it. Yeah, thanks to uh, TC's mother-in-law, if you're, if you're listening to TC. Paraprosdokians. I found this on TC's mother-in-law's um, Facebook. 
Paraprostokians. Yeah. So there's been a lot of things that we've discussed in the podcast that I want to turn into like either bumper stickers or t-shirts. Um, Paraprostokians is one that I want to now do where it's just like literally like like what you'd see in like Webster's. Yeah. And it's just a definition written on a shirt and then maybe a dad joke on the arm yeah. or the back of it or something, you know. And then um, we've been talking a lot about cacophonous. Yeah. That's because Joe word. felt when he did it that like you were you were actually referring to your kittens, I think, your cats. They're cacophonous. Cacophonous cats. Yeah. And so I did some research because I really wanted to know like, you know, in order for me to to understand a word, like I kind of have to see it written. Uh-huh. And so I, I was close on the spelling, but Google knew what I was talking about. And so cacophonous is involving or producing a harsh discordant mixture of sounds so you absolutely use the word correctly yes and so on our coffee yeah. on our coffee we're definitely going to say that it's a concophonous mixture of flavor yeah and when we talk about our podcast we want to use the antonym for cacophonous. The opposite and I looked word. that up and it's euphonous. Euphonous. Euphonious. Euphonious. We sound euphonious, not cacophonous. And and this is um, of sound, especially speech, pleasing to the ear. Hey. You have found the euphonious podcast, the euphonious euphoniousest podcast out there. Welcome to the most euphonious podcast there is. And, and used in a sentence, this successful candidate delivers a stream of fine, euphonious phrases. Well, can you imagine if they talked like that on the evening news? Oh, my goodness. You sound, you sound, there's, there's times when you use words and I'm like, I wish I had those words in my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. And so we've now shared papakadakadalukus, <laughs> that word, <laughs> cacophonous and euphonious. What was the other word? Per... Perpokicodians. Have to read it. Yeah, you have to read it. It is Paraprostokian. 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 Yeah. Paraprostokian, which is a turn of phrase uh, when the when the end of the phrase is a surprise. Yes, you're not expecting it. Yeah, to you're not in. expecting the end of the phrase. It's a hilarious, like a dad joke, kind of almost. Yeah. And, yeah. and when I was reading them, that I was, um, you know, Stephen Wright. You ever, you ever listen to Stephen Wright comedy? No. So he was, um, he's had a role in uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer. Remember that movie? I do. That was Michael Myers. Michael Myers. So he was the airplane pilot. Okay. And he was like, and he had this style of speaking like, oh, I just, I just had a dream where I was nine and a half months premature and the doctors were freaking out. <laughs> You know, like, so the, the punchline is kind of in the joke, but, right, he, but he says right. it in this weird, uh, the, the other day I was walking down the street and I saw two cats uh, standing on the top of a building. And um, <laughs> so I decided to go up there and uh, commit suicide. So I jumped past the cats and I accidentally did a triple back twist and landed on my feet. And one cat said to the other, see, now that's how you do that. Mm. That's the whole. I mean, that he just—he's just a deadpan. Yeah, yeah, like uh, dry nature. Dry, dry. And what's his name? 
Stephen Wright. Stephen Wright. Yeah, okay. you got you to look up some Stephen Wright. He's hilarious. But you're bringing him up because you feel that he's pakakadokan. He is. I feel like that's his type of jokes. You yeah. know, like that what that the the whole sentence <laughs> and the everything is just with it's all perfectly within the one sentence or two sentences that he gives you. I'm sorry. I'm laughing out loud because I I just like <laughs> I threw the the worst pronunciation of that word out there and I tried to play it off <laughs> like I was doing it right. It's like Papadokia. Papadokia. <laughs> yeah. But I want to make some shirts. I want to yeah. make some shirts with this stuff on it. I think and, we have uh, some cool catchphrases. Yeah, I think we do. Um, one of my favorites after listening back um, was uh, we were talking about the edge pieces of brownies oh yeah and if you eat the middle pieces if you prefer the middle pieces i i just whipped out um you probably abuse your house plants yeah i was uh, yeah went hard on them one of my favorite phrases ever <laughs> one of my favorite phrases and so i want a shirt with that on it too yeah. um either like you know probably a tray of brownies and just the middles eaten out and it, it it says you know i abuse my house plants as well you know something like that yep or just the edges are gone and you say, I don't abuse my houseplants. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so in order for that to happen, though, uh, we're going to release coffee probably in the next episode. Yeah. We, will be, we will be ready for it. And uh, you got to buy that coffee in order to get a shirt. I yeah. mean, you're not going to get a shirt when you order the coffee. That's how we get the money that then gets the shirts. Yeah. It's, it's the whole system of democracy and free market. Right. We'll make about a hundred bucks or off of selling a thousand bags of coffee. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then with that hundred bucks, we'll buy 10 shirts. And then with, <laughs> and then with those, we'll be able to buy one shirt and it's not going to work out very well. Do you see what we're doing here, people? So we need you to like buy the things that we're selling or just send us money and then say, Hey, this is for the t-shirts. I got to see them. They sound amazing. And we'll put that on the t-shirt fund. Yep. Yep. It'll happen. So if you want to send us money, uh, just message the Instagram page. Yeah, we'll set up a Venmo or something. Yeah, yeah, we'll have a Venmo account um, set up for that uh, to receive all of your funds coming in. I wish I, <laughs> I wish I had a pencil. That's the one one thing that I'm just like, darn it, I don't have a pen or pencil with me to write notes this time. But if the podcast had a Venmo, I would feel so accomplished. A Venmo, a Facebook page, and a uh, some new music, and I would just feel like we're just rocking. Okay, so two things. Two things. We're, we talked about being more real. And a trapper keeper. Right? Yes. Like, we want to just, like, even though we've been real, we haven't been lying, we haven't been holding anything back. There's been a few times where you and I have realized that we've said something that we, oh, we could kind of go back and change that. Not that we lied or did anything. Right. And uh, so just a minute ago, you mentioned, uh, what was the actor's name? Um, Joe, just, Pe Joe Pesci? No. Um, the comedian. Um, the airplane Steve, pilot. Stephen Wright. Stephen Wright. Um, and you said, have you heard of him? Uh -huh. To make the podcast go faster, it would have been easier for me to say yes. Right. And I, I avoided saying yes. I had to say no because I didn't want you to then have a follow-up question and, you know, whatever. Uh -huh. But uh -huh. probably could have avoided that as well, right? Like I could have said, yeah, oh, yeah, wait, wait. You know, and I could have done something. But I was like, uh -huh. no, I said no. I mm -hmm. disagreed. <laughs> and so now here's the second thing that's going to be more real is, Joe, it was like a month ago mm -hmm. that you were going to do the Facebook page. I know. Was it, it was on my... Was I don't know if it was a month ago. <laughs> no. And so I'm calling you out right now. Yeah. I'm calling need, you out. I need to be called out. It's good. It's good, though. It's good, good motivation. <laughs> it's okay to call you out right in front of everybody. Like, I can't make one. Right. Like, I, I, like I couldn't do it. 
Um, I and and I almost feel yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, I kind of feel bad that I haven't yet because I created the Instagram page and I, it's kind of my thing is to do like the artwork and the uploading and kind of the the, the computer yeah. type stuff. But as we've realized, like you're kind of more the Facebook person and I'm more the Instagram person. And I think ah. like if you run one page, I run the other. It, it helps kind of split up duties. Yeah, we could do it like that for sure. I said duty, <laughs> but uh, but in that. I could have easily started it up already and we could have had one going. And so I'm not trying to call you out completely, but I felt in light of our new new mode moving forward that I, I probably should. Why not? I probably should. Why not? And yeah, just call me out. It's a good reminder. To make me feel better about myself, uh-huh. um, is there something you want to call me out for? Uh, mm, I can't think of anything. Let me, th- let me try to come up with something. Um... Oh, uh, I, I've got one, actually. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to already have scheduled a double date for mm. your wife and me and, and, and my wife and you. I don't know why I said it that <laughs> way. Escape for room. you and Yeah, I was supposed to already schedule an escape room, and I haven't done that yet. Well, let's get on the darn thing. Okay, so let's, let's, let's set us both goal dates. Yeah. That we have to have a Facebook page up and, and a scheduled time to double date. Bye. End of business Thursday. The this Thursday or the Thursday yeah. that this podcast comes out. This, Wait, no, this comes out on Tuesday. This, this will come out on Tuesday. Yeah, this coming. So we're we're recording today on a Tuesday. Tuesday. So this coming Thursday, because I'll I'll have a show tomorrow, but I got nothing to do during the day, so I might be able to get it done. Okay. And then Thursday, I've got no show, just one appointment. So I've got time. So I've, Thursday, I have a work appointment in Haver. So I'm going to be gone all day. So I've got to do it tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. And what is your, what is your task? You're My task is scheduling an escape room. That's, so it'll be some, you can do it. It'll be some messaging back and forth to try to make sure that I get the right date. But I, I can totally handle that. And I can get a get after it underscore podcast Facebook just up and running. And I'll send you, you know, the permissions basically. I'll start it, but you'll have the same permissions I have. And yeah, boom, yeah. easy. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe I need to send you some artwork. But if you just give me permissions, you don't even have to. I can just can put that stuff right in there. Upload at will, and then we can both take turns. Because I'm really good. And then I can focus on all the messages on Facebook. Because I, I, for some reason, I don't see messages. Or it's just not part of my thing. I don't see messages on Instagram. But Neither I, does but, my wife. But I always see them on Facebook. So right. like, I can... And it's completely reversed for me. I've turned off notifications on Facebook okay. and I leave them on for Instagram. Uh-huh. And so it's reversed for me. So this makes perfect sense. Facebook. And so it. folks, if you're listening, this is how you handle business. This is how you get it done. This is how you get it. You, you set dates. If you don't have a pen, you you should have a pen and you should write them down. And then when we forget this, we'll hear it and we'll go, dang <laughs> yeah. it, we missed yeah. the thing. Yeah. Yeah, because by the time this podcast podcast comes out, like it'll be a couple days past our, our due date. I'm going to try to set us up for success right here. I'm and who knows? This podcast might come out as a bonus episode. We haven't decided yet what yeah. we're going to do with it. It's either going to come out on Tuesday, the first Tuesday in September. And if you're listening then, you'll know that we didn't make this a, a bonus. That's right. But uh, I feel so lonely between Thursday and Tuesday. And so it'd be nice to have another one that released on the weekend. Yeah. You know, the, the, the weekend, what you doing? The weekend, how's it do? Um, I'm going to send us both a message. Okay. Actually, yeah, I'm just sending it to you, but I will also have a Facebook page and double date by Thursday. Boom. 
It's done now. It's official. It it's, has to happen. It's in the universe, written down on place. I feel that this Got has it. been, this has been an amazing podcast. Yeah. I've enjoyed every minute of it. Um, if this does release on Tuesday, that means it's in place of what would normally be an interview. Yes. And so. it'll be the first time in two months that we haven't had an interview on a Tuesday. But if you listen to the podcast previous, uh, pre, pre, preceding this one, you, you understand why. Yeah. We're just kind of doing things a little different. You get it. And it's, maybe it's not forever. It's just, you know, right now we're trying to make sure we're doing the good work and making the podcast as best as it can be and focusing on what we can focus on, highlighting what we can highlight and as far as our strengths. We want it to be euphonious. We want it to be euphonious and not cacophonous. Right. Right. You know? Our coffee is cacophonous. Cacoph- it's cacophonous. Coffee. Cacophony. Cacophonist. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's where you want that cacophonous. Yeah, the load of flavor. Um, but yeah, so thanks for hanging out with us and going, I wonder where these guys are going. I wonder what they're going to do. You don't know. You I don't mean, know. We, I have no idea. I've, I literally am just planning on talking with Brian a few more weeks in a row, hoping that maybe some interviews will occur to us so people will reach out. And if that doesn't work, we'll have another talk and we'll figure out where we're going. Right. And, and, and don't worry. This isn't because like uh, anything's slowing down with the podcast or we nah. can't find interviews. Like it doesn't take much to find interviews. Nah. It's just that uh, we do want to just we want to really practice engaging and, and discussing. And we know that uh, the more practice we are, the better those interviews will be for you. Yeah. And that only happens by you engaging with us. So find us on Instagram. Find Joe. Uh, you know, by the time this pod com- podcast comes out, we will have a Facebook page. Yep. Go give her a liker. Like it. Give that thumbs up. Turn it blue. Uh, and uh, you can even, uh, I think on Facebook, you can do like a follow thing or yeah. like, like, hey, let me know whenever they post. You know, you need to do that. Yeah, follow us. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. I'll put pictures on there. I'm good with Facebook, too. I could, like, I mean, comment on things, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, so yeah, engage. We want to engage with you. You want to engage with us. That's the best way to do it. Uh, I don't think we have anything else, do we, Joe? No, this has been good, man. Sharing is caring. We appreciate every time you send this in a personal message to a friend that you think would enjoy it. If you got a friend that enjoys... Um, Papaka Duga Dukins, um, dad jokes, uh, then uh, send this their way. We've got a couple minutes in there. If you have a crazy cat lady, send this podcast to her. Yeah, she might like it. And, and if you have someone that you is annoyed when you call her the crazy cat lady, definitely send it to her. With our compliments. Or him. It could be him. It could, uh, there could be a guy that's a crazy cat lady. Him or her. Yeah. And, uh, and, and send it their way. Thank you very much, Leah. <laughs> We appreciate it. We've been taking up so much time and space up here. Why don't you guys enjoy our time and space? Yeah, no, this is a beautiful, uh, beautiful environment. It's great in here. Yeah. Yeah, the the lights hanging down, and we're up here on a on a balcony. Yeah, I feel and like we're on a date. You can hear people having fun down there. It's great. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. This that, that's it. I think we're wrapping up this podcast, and we'll be we'll be out of your hair. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. So on that note, one last time, saying goodbye to to Leah, Leah yeah, Beatty, Leah Beatty, Leah Beatty. You can check out her stuff, and she's been our waitress for two podcasts in a row. You can check out her stuff on Best 
onlinegiftstore.com. And uh, all the purchases go to a fundraiser. I didn't look at exactly what the fundraiser was, but there's some fun shirts in there oh. that have cool little, almost like stuff that we would like as far as like dad phrases and, and things like that. Ah, so cool. cool little t-shirts and things. You can check out uh, Leah Beatty's uh, um, website if you'd like to. Yeah, check it out. She's but really as, cool. As we were saying, sharing is caring. We appreciate all of you. Thank you for liking, reviewing, the, the reviews are personal back rubs to Joe. We feel it. We feel comforted yeah. every time. And yeah. what we shared last podcast is if you share, your name will be right here. Oh, oh my goodness. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> it won't be there. It'll be, it'll be John Smith. Thank you for your review. Oh, yeah. That could be yours. That could be your name right there. Mm, that could oh. be yours. You could be sitting in your car right now going, that was me. Magic. Ah. Uh, Anyways, think about I've been, it. I've been Brian. I've been Joe. We'll, we'll see, see you next show. show.